Hello and welcome to OzPol Explained. My name is David, your curly ginger-haired host, and today I'm going to do what it says on the tin, explain Australian politics. So I'm going to talk directly to someone who has experience in the topic I want to speak about, which is young people in politics. So, could you please introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Laurinell MLA and I am a member for Brindabella here in the ACT Legislative Assembly. Uh, I've got long brown hair and wearing a lot of colourful stuff, sort of dress equivalent of tropical fruit punch. To put into context, you're 24, so you are uh, the youngest Greens member in any parliament um, and you're also one of the youngest members of any parliament in Australia and where I live in West Australia the youngest person ever elected was 24 as well so uh, you are pretty much in the in the bottom age bracket ever really for Australian members of parliament given that a lot of people your age don't really get into politics why should young people care about politics? To be honest, I think a lot of people do care about politics and I'm mindful this is something, as I actually go to write my inaugural speech, that I got interested in politics because of national issues, you know, because of the environment, refugee rights and things like that. And, you know, anyone who, um, if you're a local constituent, you're also a federal constituent. So I think a lot of people actually do care about those big picture issues for me. And I think for a lot of people in my generation, climate change is a big one. Um, it absolutely terrifies me. It's sort of, you know, it, it has actually kept me up at night. And I, um, it's something that I really want to do something about. Uh, and I sort of look to the fact that there are some pretty big issues out there, climate change, cost of living. Um, and I think the kind of issues that really do need collective action, it's not something that a single person can achieve. And that's where I think really politics is a really important avenue for meaningful change. For me as a young person, one of the things that really did motivate me to put my hand up as a candidate in the first place was um, the fact that I didn't really feel like I had strong representation in, uh, at least in ACT politics, and especially down in my electorate, I think the average age of representative, definitely uh, are representatives more in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and possibly 70s, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, but I thought as a young person getting into politics, I realized that having worked as a staffer, there was a lot that politicians could do for young people a lot of you know reforms a lot of policy initiatives that we could put forward but that young people were disinclined to reach out like even as a young person who was politically engaged as a candidate as a staffer i would still be racking my brains um to think about what i'd actually write into politicians about you know you sort of got you can sort of email them and call them and a lot of older generations do that really well where they you know they'll, they'll email they'll call about potholes car parks you know the education and health systems but i i noticed even you know as the office manager um in a political office that young people weren't really reaching out to us about their issues at all given that we're going to be sort of living on this planet for the longest time to come and bearing the consequences of the policy decisions made in this building for the longest time to come it really feels wild to me that we're not actually feeling like we can get in touch with politicians 
and that's something I really want to change. Um, and I'm hoping that part of this change it comes from having people in the assembly that look like you. Um, for me, that's sort of, you know, being a young person, being queer, being neurodivergent. I thought that actually having someone that would reflect my life experiences, I know from the outside looking in, I would find that really useful. And so I thought, well, well that that's probably a really important reason to get involved. So yes, um, politics is not just about, you know, being a member of parliament, it's about, you know, community participation. As you just pointed out, a lot of young people don't feel confident in contacting their representatives or engaging uh, in various ways. So, you know, how can young people overcome that? What advice uh, or, or ideas can you put forward for young people to feel like they should express their voice more often? Honestly, if I, as a young person, had to either pick up the phone or even really send an email, it, it, it feels like a very sort of rigid and official way of reaching out to a representative. And I think these days, a lot of young people are much more confident in online spaces. So, you know, things like Instagram and Facebook Messenger aren't really seen as official channels. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's incumbent on a member to be accessible to as much of their community as possible. I think that there, there needs to be a cultural shift around changing what we consider as political engagement. So something, a body of work that I'd really like to do is to make myself a whole lot more open on platforms that young people actually use. So. Um, less so Facebook even these days, but especially, you know, Instagram, even in the DM section, I've had some really useful policy conversations because it is actually the space where people feel comfortable. It, it's not like you're arranging to go in. It's not like you're writing an official email, but you're actually able to get a sense, you know, like get access to your representative um, in a forum that's comfortable for you. So I think politicians actually do have a bit of work themselves to do on making sure they are accessible to young people. If I tell someone, oh, you know, contact your, your local MP or whatever, they'll be like, do you have a template? Do you have an email template? Like it, it feel, yeah, like you said, um, it feels like a very formal thing to do. And, you know, if you haven't done it, all of a sudden it's like, am I doing this right? If, if not the politician themselves, then at least someone in the office is going to pretty well read through everything that has been sent. You don't have to use your you know, professional email that, with a name attached if you're not comfortable with that. And some people don't, you know, across the board. Some people might be like, oh, I don't really want, you know, to give my details to a politician. And I think that's fine. Like, we represent you regardless. And it's got to be about, you know, making sure that people feel comfortable to reach out. Chuck us an email. We've had so many, you know, typos sent from my iPad. The more a politician knows about you, the more your local member knows about an issue, the more they can help you. So really reaching out in the style that's comfortable for you, in your voice, um, giving as much or as little information as you're comfortable giving uh, can still be really useful. And the thing is, um, I can't speak for the other members, but I can probably theorize. Like, we love being reached out to. I get really excited, especially when I see a young person um, reaching out. Um, and I just think it it's, gives us a mandate to act and actually act on the issues 
that will help. If I see someone reaching out, say, you know, um, I had a young person actually reach out and say, hey, um, I'm, you know, I'm about your age and um, I really wanted to talk about my experiences, you know, um, in the health system. And as a health professional, I thought, oh, fantastic. It's it's really useful. Sometimes, you know, like in that particular case, we ended up just catching up and having a video call because, you know, young people are working all sorts of odd hours and you have uni, school, homework, all of that stuff. I think the important thing is that you do reach out and you do feel entitled to reach out because I know a lot of older generations do it really well. They'll use the channels that are established and they're actually... A lot of people that reach out to us are not too fussed about things like, you know, a perfectly phrased email um, punctuation. They just really want to be heard. So please treat us with that, you know, where literally your politician works for you. So it's really, really helpful for us to hear what you have to say. You first ran uh, for parliament when you were only 20 years old um, and, you know, you only recently graduated university. Basically, like the sort of critique that you often hear when it comes to like young people in parliament is a lack of experience. You don't have the same real world experience or knowledge um, as someone who's like 40, 50, 60, 70, etc., and has had a bunch of different jobs or, you know, has managed a business and all that. However, parliament is not a regular job. So, you know, what value uh, does a, a young person bring to the chamber? Do you really need much you know, real world experience to be able to contribute to parliament? Yeah, look, it was, I learned very quickly, probably because of that, to not read the mean comments in the, uh, in the news stories and things like that, because there would be people getting on there um, and saying, you know, oh gosh, she's been a staffer for pretty well all of her working career. And she, she's, you know, only just graduated. Um, and I f have a real issue with that because there, there's nothing democratically that precludes young people from running, from voting and from getting elected. I was really actually taken aback at this idea that children should be seen and not heard because we're voters, issues affect us. Um, and at, at the end of the day, a, a democracy should be representative and not everyone in parliament has all the life experience, right? Like the beauty of a parliament is that you have diverse life experiences. And I think the more diversity among those experiences, the better, because then you've got people from different walks of life who are going to pick on, pick up on, you know, oh, is this issue going to affect young people? Is this issue going to affect um, people from culturally and linguistically diverse communities? It's, I think the opposite where it's not about a lack of life experience in any regard it's about very life experience you know I know that as a young person it would have really helped me to see other young people in because I know or at least and maybe this is an inflated sort of sense of general generational solidarity or something but I feel like other young people in parliament would get it like if I talk about things like the housing crisis and the fact that it's really tough for a lot of people like to find homes if you haven't had much of a, you know, if you haven't had a chance to get into the workforce yet, like a lot of the time it feels like you have to rely on your parents and carers and previous generations, um, like 
experience and wealth in order to get a lot of places. And so to have a young person, like to have someone that recognizes how hard it is to be a young person right now in a lot of ways, like just this year, I was sort of, you know, under rental duress because I was working part-time and doing uni part-time. Uh, I wanted to get to get a good degree because I wanted a good job, but it, it sort of, I remember it being quite a surprise to the rest of my family because it's not like we're not well off. I'm very lucky and privileged where I'm at. But um, I think for a lot of young people realizing that almost the default mode is tough. It, it's tough to be a young person, you know, sort of read the Mission Australia Youth Survey and, you know, um, mental health is a big thing. School is a big thing climate change is a big thing and so i think having that voice on the record and in you know decision making rooms like i'm really lucky i get to meet with the very um my very very clever colleagues with heaps of life experience and then we put it all on the table and we discuss how policies are going to affect everyone and if there's i have the opportunity then if there's something that i go i hear what you're saying but have you considered how this might affect young people and people can sit back and go, ah, no, actually. And I think that's really, really powerful. So I think you do need, I think you need young voices. I think you need queer voices, um, you know, people of color, like the more diversity and experience you have, the better. Look, um, this is a silly question and I thought it would be funny, but now we've just gone through such good uh, questions, but I've written it down. So I'm just gonna see how you react and we can cut it out or not, but like, you know, you're young. Why aren't you at the club? <laughs> I like that question. I there's in Canberra. There's one bar that apparently is a rite of passage. Mooseheads. Uh, shout out to the Canberra people watching this. You know what I mean. Never been. Um, I was a nerd throughout all of high school. Um, I met my closest friends through playing make believe and bonding over the Naruto art book. Like that's the thing. I think people expect a young person to be cool, and I'm not. I, I'm really. You know. I'm. I'm daggy and I catch myself saying things sometimes that already make me sound like I'm, you know, candidate for how do you do fellow kids? Like that's, that's the sort of vibe. But I think to be honest, if I had to give a depressing answer, it would be that I feel like there's so many existential issues, like, you know, um, cost of living, inequality uh, and environmental stuff that all feels like it's intensifying. It's like, I feel like if I don't, get active now, then I might miss a window. And I'm really lucky that my life has led me to this spot where I am able to make meaningful change. So that being said, I haven't gone to the club, but I am gaming every night. Uh, I play Valorant for those of you who are keen. Um, I can drop my gamer tag down below. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm still like this job definitely doesn't preclude you from doing young people stuff and I think I want to continue to do young people stuff because the last thing I want to do is lose touch and be like I'm a young person but you know um, so I think you know it's important in a job like this to you know continue to stay in touch with and be the person that you want to represent I guess I'm just not much of a clubber but in other ways I think it's definitely important in, in roles like this, you know, especially like if you're a candidate and you're still in school or in uni or in TAFE, like it is going to be a 
it, it's a balancing act. It definitely was for me. Afterwards, I was really tired. Um, and so a certain, like, to do this job well takes time, but I think a lot of people care enough. And I, I really do think that we, we need to dispel the notion that politics is just for, you know, just for adults. Because at this point where we've become adults, we will be becoming adults. And even then, like, the decisions that governments make are going to affect us. So, you know, we, we should we should have a say. I feel like that's a good, strong closer. And uh, it, it addresses what my next and final question was, which is, you know, you know, Parliament seems like a stuffy place for like capital A adults, you know, how do we like overcome that? And I think you just like summarize that pretty well of like, we are adults, you know, um, we're just different adults. Um, and yeah, the, the perspective that, that young people bring is valuable uh, in its own right because it is different to the perspective of a 40 year old, which is different to the perspective of a 70 year old. Before we go, what are your closing remarks? Um, what would you like young people to know uh, about engaging in politics? It's so worthwhile. I, I can put my hand on my heart now that I'm really, I'm, I'm in such a privileged position that I, you know, um, get an opportunity to do this so young. I think it's an opportunity we should fight for. Uh, but this has been my favorite job that I've had so far. You know, like I've, I've done tutoring, I've worked at a library and yeah, I've, I've been a staffer, but having the creative control to really follow your moral compass and pursue the issues that you think are important, you think your community thinks are important is such a privilege and it's, it's a really, valuable service that I think you can provide for your community is to get your perspective on paper. Like, you know, I think young people don't realize how valuable their opinions are. And like, as we age, we're going to sort of be, we're going to be the paradigm anyway. At some point, we're sort of going to be that. I feel like that's almost culturally dominant position. But I think regardless, I, I think it's so important to get involved now, you know, and challenge yourself. Like I never expected to get in. I was a support candidate. And so, you know, like never say never, actually, <laughs> this is, this is going to sound like the, the guy, um, you know, getting uh, like fishing for clams and shouting, never give up. But I do, I do mean it. Like it, it's, you, you are important and your opinion is valuable. And actually, you know, the more you reach out and get democratically involved, the better it is for everyone because, you know, we need, you know, crowd wisdom is actually pretty good sometimes. <laughs> so thank you. And thank you for having me on the show, David. Really appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Hopefully you've learned a few things and potentially if you're a young person, felt a bit inspired to get more active in politics. It is about all of us together to express our views, to shape the country and place that we live in. So comment down below what you would like to learn about next or who I should interview and share, subscribe, play some online video games potentially. Uh, drop your gamer tag in the comments. Thank you so much, of course, to my supporters on Patreon and I will see you next time.